I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be, where is this going? It ain't going nowhere. I got an email here from a guy who basically, it sounds like after he read my book, he started hanging out with the ex-wife that he had divorced in the previous six months. I guess trying to rekindle something and what's amazing is this woman just absolutely walked all over this poor guy. He basically, once he got married, he gave her access to his bank accounts and she just proceeded to live a lavish lifestyle while she was cleaning out his, his bank account. And so what's interesting is it, it brings up, you know, part of you know the title for this, he's, he actually asked her, where's this going after they'd been hanging out together? And that's the type of thing that, as I've said over and over, that that's the woman's department. When you start talking about relationships or getting back together or this kind of stuff, these are things that you let the women bring up. Your job as the man in the courtship is just to take her out and show her a good time and obviously try to seduce her. And as you date and you create romantic opportunities for sex to happen and you guys start making love and hooking up, what happens is she wants to spend more and more time with you as you do things right. And so as time goes forward, she'll start to pursue you more and more. But there comes a point when you get into a relationship, you know, because some guys, we talk about this, like, you know, what happens? Do I just put her on my bank account? And like my, my father and I were talking about this, and he was with my mother for several decades, you know, before she passed away. And yeah, that was old school, but when you, like, especially this particular guy, he's 50 years old, and so when you show up to a relationship and you've already got assets and wealth and money that you've spent your whole life creating, I mean, this particular guy was a widower. His, his previous wife had passed away from cancer about nine years ago. And then when you, you, it's like, to me, the way I look at it is, you know, especially this, this particular woman, obviously that she's never had any money before, and when you have money to go just put somebody on your bank account who has never had money and, number one, doesn't know how to manage money, I mean, she just basically started going out on shopping sprees and blew a lot of his cash. And you just, you're just setting yourself up to act like a doormat in that kind of situation. If you let a woman walk all over you and you tell her that, hey, I'm going to put my foot down and then you never do, she's not going to respect you. When a woman doesn't respect you, she'll never love you. So... There's some good interesting things I want to go through here in his email. He says, Corey, first some background. I'm 52 years old. I was widowed nine years ago after my wife's long bout with cancer. Soon after my wife's death, I met a woman who just seemed to be perfect in every way. Yes, I had built the data sheet long before my wife passed. No disrespect to her. I mean, you gotta look at it this way. You're still here. She's not. Her life was ending and yours was obviously going to continue on. And at the end of the day, we've all got a limited amount of time left. And if you're watching this video, the amount of days that you've been on this planet is getting longer. And the amount of days that you have left is getting shorter. Life is a gift. And you should enjoy every single moment that you can. And so if you know your, your wife's going to die, and especially like this particular case, you know, obviously went on for a long time and it was a traumatic thing. But hey, at the end of the day, you're still going to be here. And you have to you have to go on about your life, and you got to live your life for you. And I would assume that that's probably what your your wife wanted. 
this woman I met far exceeded my requirements. We dated nearly three years before being married. Everything was fine until I became the primary breadwinner. Her only friend got divorced and her ex-husband got divorced and they got into her head. Upon my new role as breadwinner starting in January of 2009, being able to take care of her, which her first husband couldn't, she stopped helping pay household bills and began blowing an enormous amount of money. In my opinion, dude, it was really foolish of you to give her access to your bank account. I mean, at the very least, if you're going to do that, you say, hey, here's a bank account, here's a debit card, I'm going to put X amount of dollars in your account every month and you, know, you can go to lunch with your girlfriends or whatever. <clears throat> that's the proper way to handle it, in my opinion. That's what, that's what I would do in this situation. Taking vacations with her girlfriend, etc., and doing things that just weren't right in a relationship. I attempted to stop her self-destruction and vacations. I finally reached a breaking point where I told her it was a girlfriend or me, and she continued on. And that's because, obviously, you'd been together a long time at that point, so you trained her for several years that it was okay to treat you that way and to blow through your money and your assets with no care or concern. It all came to an end last July when she gave away a car to her niece despite us still owing on it and knowing that I was facing layoff in five months. I took the car back and she packed. To me it was a temper tantrum because I stopped letting her have her way. And I would say, yeah, eventually you stopped letting her have her way, but I mean for her she knew the jig was up and the gravy train was over. And if things were so awesome between the two of you, she would have been spending your money on both of you instead of taking your money and taking your money and spending her time with other people other than you. And that's something that you totally ignored. And so when you took the money away, there was no other reason for her to stay in the relationship at that point because obviously she was just using you at this point because she didn't obviously have any respect for you as a man because you let her walk all over you. He says, since then she has expressed regret in her communications with me, which she has communicated to me much more. And after reading your book, I see where she's been shit testing me. The last one came on March 3rd, which was my birthday. She knew I was out with a woman. She texted me about an issue. And instead of, instead of ignoring it, I ended up texting her back that I was tired of her fucking accusations and blaming. I was not the fucking problem with what went wrong in her life be it her money or job. I haven't heard from her since. I don't feel any remorse for lowering the boom on her. I treated her so good. Even her daughter told me two years ago that I needed to stop it. I mean, you basically became her butler or her manservant. I, that she'd shit on me for that. I continued to treat her as a queen and she bailed on me. Oh yes, since we've been divorced. And I have seen her about six weeks between December and the 1st of February. I was seeing her once a week or so, and her body language seemed to show some interest, and she seemed interested in seeing me. Her words, taking it low and slow. When I did ask her where this was going, I think I ran her off. And I believe that right after that was the last time I saw her, she started seeing someone else. And the way I say it is like, that's awesome, dude. That's Now she is some other guy's problem and not yours, and she's happily fucking up some other dude's life that she can probably walk all over. And so he says here, should, should I go back and apologize for the things I communicated? I mean, it's like, dude, do you like the abuse? I mean, she shit all over you, and like, you want to go and apologize to her? And I think that what you said to her was total brutal honesty and how you felt. And 
at the end of the day, I wouldn't do anything. I mean, she doesn't... I haven't heard anything about any kind of apology from her saying that, yeah, I really fucked you over and spent all your money and burned through your assets. So, obviously, she doesn't feel any remorse for how she treated you. And, I mean, at this point, you should. I mean, you gotta... You want my advice? I'd cut my losses and go find somebody new because now you have this knowledge that you've been learning from me in, the, in my book and all the art articles and the videos that I've gotten. So you can attract a much better quality woman. And now you know what you did wrong in the past. And so this way you won't make the same mistakes going forward with a new woman. That's the best way to handle it. And so if you find this message of value, you can show your appreciation by going down to the Wibia toolbar, which is at the bottom of your screen if you're watching this video on my website. Click the PayPal Donate button and donate any amount that you feel is equal to the value of the information in this video. At the very least, please share this page with all of your friends and family by clicking any one of the social network sharing buttons, which are also located on the Wibia toolbar at the bottom of your screen. And if you have a question that you want to ask me or there's a topic that you'd like me to cover in a future video newsletter, Click the Contact Me tab on the left-hand side of your screen and send me three or four paragraphs detailing your situation. And just give me several days to get back to you because I get a lot of email from the Internet and I also get a lot of email from my paying phone coaching customers. And I obviously have to focus on answering their emails first, but be patient and I will get back to you. And if you'd like to talk to me right away, you can book a paid phone coaching session by clicking the Products tab at the top of your screen and just follow the instructions. And I will talk to you soon.